Hi, my name is Shirley Bilson, and I'm your host for the Revelation podcast. This podcast is about reinvention, courageous goal setting, and inclusive thinking for results. It's a mix of personal journey, reinvention stories, strategies, and exploring the critical role of what goes on between your ears, taking a conscious look at unconscious thinking. Always remember, if you jump in deep enough, you don't have time to be scared. Hello, podcaster listeners. Feeling a bit contentious today. Not about anything general, but actually relating specifically to what this channel is about, which is uh, reinventing yourself at midlife, seeing menopause as an opportunity once you've got the help and support to get through the whole madness of it all. But here's what I really question. When people talk about putting themselves first and self-worth and self-care, really? Do you really give a toss about yourself? Do you really think you're worthy? Because the thing is, it's begun to frustrate me quite a lot. It's turned into a bit of a niggle, which is about to come a bit of a soapbox. So I could scroll as you could through any feed on Facebook or Instagram or probably any other flipping social media platform that I don't care to get acquainted with. And you will see a large proportion of them are memes or little, I don't know what you call them, signs you know, the kind of things, you're not just even on social media feeds, you can buy them in shops, little slogans on tiles, on coasters, on things you stick on your wall. Let's say things like, I am worthy, or put you first. And I think, yeah, totally up for that. That's what I work with people to do. But most of the time, most women, most people seem to think that actually posting it or sticking it on your wall or liking it because somebody else posted it means tick, job done. And nothing could be further from the effing truth. And I know that's in your heart, you're going, oh, well, of course I know, I know that's not true. But really, I genuinely think that there's a part of many of us that thinks, oh, look, I feel a tiny bit better because I did this thing and I let a piece of myself out there and I stood up for myself and I was assertive and I said, yo me, I'm worthy. Well, who the effing hell is telling you you're not? You are. So you are kind of, in many cases, trying to do a bit of external self-talk, like, oh, look at me, Wilder. No, 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 I don't think I'm unworthy. Look at me, I've posted this on my social media feed. I clearly am worthy. I put a sign on my kitchen wall. I gave you a coaster that told you. Well, who are you kidding? Because, <laughs> okay, this is gonna go down. It's the same theme, but there's at least two different ways. And I might go down both of these rabbit holes. I like my rabbit holes, don't I? Um, or just one. We'll see. We'll see where the time goes. So one of the reasons I think this is absolute bullshit, we need to stop lying to ourselves and start removing the blinkers and just get a bit real here. Self-care does not equal 
having a bubble bath, getting your nails or your hair done, having a glass of bubbly with your friend. Those are nice things. And they can be pleasurable things and enjoyable things and want to do more of things. And I'm not saying don't do them, but there is a risk that what you do when you interpret those things as self-care is that you are doing the equivalent of the kind of people that might be in your past, maybe still in your present, will do when they do something a bit shitty. And they think, oh, God, I've done something a bit shitty. So they, they try to appease you by doing something nice. Oh, look, uh, I know I was a complete cow and I cheated on you and went out with your, your boyfriend uh, or whatever it is, whatever small thing. Or I, I know I said I'd come and meet you, but hey, something more interesting came up. And sorry I stood you up. Those kinds of things. Or I'll buy you some flowers. Or let me buy you a cake. Or let me treat you. They're apologies. And there's nothing wrong with apologies. None of us are perfect. We all get it wrong. Who's going to turn down something nice? But there comes a point in some relationships where that becomes the norm. So we accept the trade-off. We accept this person is going to treat me like a piece of shit. But hey, that's okay because they do these nice things to appease themselves every now and then. And then we transplant that behavior and we apply it to ourselves. So basically, we treat ourselves like a piece of shit. And I'm sorry about the swearing in this episode. Well, am I really sorry? Probably not. No. Retract. I'm sorry if you're offended by the swearing, but I just feel it just feels necessary. So it can be that those little treats that you call self-care are actually appeasing the part of you that actually treats you pretty badly that denies your ambitions your dreams your capabilities your entitlement to reinvention your entitlement to get the job you want the business you want to be successful to have the relationship you deserve to say no to things you're appeasing yourself now you can shoot me down the flames, go, that's not true, you know, and come up with exceptions. There will always be exceptions. I accept that there are exceptions, but just look a bit deeper and see how common and how frequent it is. And if you can't look at yourself that easily straight away, because it's, oh, it's a bit scary. Like, no, I don't do that. I don't do that. Maybe look at someone you know and think, do they do that? Could you find evidence that maybe someone you know probably does do something along those lines maybe <sighs> okay so that's soapbox rant number one soapbox rant number two on the same theme about this whole i am worthy put yourself first i just quoted those directly from someone's instagram feed so i didn't you know we know they're out there and there are some more sophisticated eloquently put ones but basically they're saying the same stuff. I am not worthy because I like that post. I'm worthy because I have to give that to myself. I have to find a way to go, no, I am. No, no, I really am. I have to evidence it for me so I can stand firmly in that. Now, how do I evidence that for me? Well, here's an example of where we say we're worthy, we say we're important, we say we are going to put ourselves first and we know we should put ourselves first. We we will, but 
Maybe not now. Maybe we'll do that tomorrow. Maybe we'll do that next month. Maybe, oh, it's not really as important as I thought. What was I thinking? My life's not so bad. Those kind of thoughts start coming in. And here's the specific kind of example I'm thinking of. So I, as you know, you know, this is probably why you're here, work predominantly with women in highly anxious states in the middle of menopause, and it's massively affecting their lives. Some, sadly, have already given up their well-paid professional jobs that they were coping with brilliantly and doing brilliantly until the point at which the anxiety and the symptoms that spill out of that became too much. And so they effectively went from earning a decent salary, having a professional job that they liked, to nothing, nothing. So let's take an average salary. Let's not even go, let's not even go mad here. Let's say 30 grand. I know there's loads of people that are way over that and loads that are under that. But whatever it is, let's take a, a number like that. So in the blink of an eye, because you get to this menopausal space, you can't cope anymore, you can't concentrate, you can't trust yourself, you feel inadequate, you feel hopeless, helpless, incapable, you give it up. Or, as in my case, you're running a business, it's going well, it's looking promising, and then all of a sudden you can't do it. You lose your confidence completely. It's like dead in the water, full stop, income ends, nothing. Just look at the financial cost of that for a moment. I'm gonna come back to the value piece in a minute, the financial cost of that. What I'm working on is not helping you directly, for example, make money. And when I say me, I mean people like me who might be able to help you get through this faster, quicker, and out the other side you know, by keeping your job, if that's what you want, keeping your business, or if you've already passed the point of no return with the job you're in, of getting you more quickly back into a place you want to be, not a place you've convinced yourself that you can cope with now that you're inadequate and pathetic and useless and hopeless, which is what I did to myself, convinced myself that all I could do was minimum wage and discover that actually, that was a bit of a stretch as well. It stressed me too. So I traded big money for small money and still felt shit. So here's the thing, coming back to the I am worthy and put myself first or put yourself first. So you're going through this nightmare. You have a choice. You believe that this choice you have, this option that's laid in front of you, can help. Now, you've no guarantees, nobody's ever any guarantees, but you know, let's, it's, it's like you buy a car, don't you? you? You believe that one's better than the other. It's only when you buy it and you try it and you go, actually, no, it's really great, or mm, maybe I should have had the other. But you, on trust, based on everything you know in that moment, you have a high degree of confidence that actually this solution is just for you it's just about you it's about you getting through the nightmare that you're in so that you can go back to being the capable person you were or probably someone even more capable so let's just take that in income terms. so it's right there in front of you and you believe that it, it can help you 
but then the oh, I'm like there's a subtext oh maybe I'm not really worthy maybe maybe I could do this on my own maybe and we start talking ourselves down from this and in the end we go oh no well I, we it, it was it wasn't right for me which it might not have been but we might go oh it's too expensive too expensive what are you worth and more to the point so let me just switch this into business terms i know i've probably done a rant like this before but if you're if you had a business and many of you do and you're not making a whole heap of money and you're really struggling to get clients and to keep clients and to you know charge what what you really think you should be charging you know really struggling and you're just about keeping your head above water or maybe not even that it's kind of more of a, an expensive hobby than a business and someone comes along and you think oh i think they could really help me and they tell you because they're all over the internet that they can treble your income you know get you into six figures they can multiply your clients by 10 they can do whatever you just need to learn this with your social media trick or you need to learn how to create a lead magnet or you need to learn how to get people into conversation with you and, and sell them stuff there's all these things out there and some of them really can and do deliver on those promises so if you have your wits about you and you you look at one of them and you think how do I so I have this business here while I'm making nothing not a zilch and it's draining me of every bit of energy and self-esteem and I have this solution over here it's actually going to cost me let's say for example five grand let's say it costs five grand and you're earning diddly squat but this program that costs you five grand tells you that you're going to make an extra let's keep this really conservative an extra 10 grand this year so it costs you five grand it's going to make you an extra 10 grand do you do it or don't you like let's let's say it's surefire dead cert guaranteed you're going to make 10 grand at least but you might make 20 and you might make 25 but it's going to cost you five you got to you got to put that up front you'd have to be a little bit bonkers not to take that you know it's like if have you tried putting money in your bank recently or in your billing society and and seeing what you earn less than half a percent i mean my partner said to me the other day he said i just discovered i earned 57p on about 20 grand that's the kind of return that we're happily accepting here have my money bank have my money now we feel safe because we think, oh yeah, but I can take it out again. But we don't want to give it to something that is going to multiply our money by 100% or 200% or 300%. Because, because what? Because we get scared, because we don't think we're worthy, because we don't think we're capable. So that whole self-care, I am worthy, is bullshit. Because you don't think you're worthy. You don't think you you don't think it'll work for you because you somehow won't be able to do it. It won't work for you. Even if someone offers you a guarantee and says, listen, if this doesn't work for you, you can have your money back. If you do everything I tell you to do and it doesn't work, you can have your money back. And you think, well, no, because you don't believe you're worthy. So I've used the business analogy, but it's exactly the same when it comes to uh, a, a job or, or just 
being in the midst of anxiety because the faster you can get through this and regain your sense of belief in yourself, regain your ability to go, no, I am, I can do this stuff. Where, what was I thinking? Of course I can do this stuff. So you're offered an equivalent program, not a business, get you more clients, but something that will enable you to function better within your business or within your life. So if it's in your business, you will be more successful because you have more confidence. And if you have more confidence, then you can get more clients because people believe in you more. And that's really the crux of business full stop. I have, a, I do have a degree in marketing, but look, we're not doing that. We're doing, just doing simple mindset, psychology stuff. What do you believe in yourself? Are you worthy or are you not worthy? And so let's say you're not one of the people, and then I can think of, so I've worked with clients who I'm very grateful were at that fingernails, hanging on by their fingernails to their jobs, feeling on the edge of, I can't cope anymore, I might have to give this up. And we got them through it. And so they were able to sustain the income they already had, which meant, for example, that one client, she was at that point of going, I can't cope, I can't cope, I can't cope, risking, she said, no, no, but our financial plans, our, as in my husband and I, we've banked that I'm going to be earning this much money until this age because we have plans for when we retire and at what age and what we're going to do and I can't leave now so it was amplifying the stress but there's nothing she could do about it until we worked together and she stayed in her job and her pension retirement plans are all back on track so what's that worth I'm guessing she's probably earning somewhere between I don't know, 40 and 60 grand. If the work we did together saved her just one year's salary, then what we did was effectively make her 60 grand. Now imagine the price for that had been, that five grand, the same as that coaching. Would that be worth it? Because it wouldn't have just been one year, would it? It's you know, she was in her mid-50s, so she was thinking of working till 60. So she was looking at five years. Let's take the bottom end of that, 40 grand, five fours, 200 grand. She was at risk of losing. Now, let's say she'd, I'd met her too late. She'd already lost that job and she was feeling like, I can't do it, I can't do it, I can't do it. But wanting to be back in a position where she could feel competent and capable and fulfilled and still learning and still doing all those wonderful things let's say she's come from a salary that was 60 grand and she's going oh well you know even if i just get 20 grand massive drop but let's say because you still don't fully believe you are worthy you go oh well 20 grand okay maybe that's all right but if you don't get help when is that 20 grand going to materialize this year, next year, year after, year after that? Every year you don't do something about it is another 20 grand not earned. So if you ignore the problem for five years, then you just cost yourself 100 grand. 
So it sounds like this is an episode about money, but it is not an episode about money. It's just a point of how you value yourself. Because let's say that I've chosen the five grand as a, as a random figure, but are you, wor- are you worth five grand? Are you? Are you worth it? Are you going to go, oh, it's a bit expensive? Well, hang on a minute. Are you worth it? Is your life worth it? Or are you not worth as much as the car that you're going to go and put a deposit on? Or the kitchen that you quite fancy? Are you not worth that kitchen or that car? You're not. You're not worth as much as a heap of metal or a load of cupboards with pretty knobs. You are telling yourself you're not worth it. So don't like those fecking memes or posts that go, I am worthy, self-care, and think that you're done because you're not. Just sit for a moment and think, am I worth more than that car? Am I worth more than this kitchen? And if the answer is no, then fine. That's fine. I don't like those posts because that will not give you self-worth and it is not self-care. Well, isn't Monday a different day? Okay, that's lost uh, 90% of my listeners probably, but maybe not. Maybe I hope it's a wake-up call. It's not meant to be a a lecture or ticking off. It's about just believe enough that you're worth more than that car and more than that kitchen. Because really, if you're not, what are you doing? Enough said. Soapbox over. If you found this rant remotely helpful, are you thinking, "Mm, actually, I could do with a bit more support, then If you haven't already joined the Menopause Anxiety Freedom Group on Facebook, make sure you go there now because I do provide mini trainings, uh, a little less ranty than this (laughs) Um, and attempted to just do little bite-sized pieces because when we're stressed and overwhelmed and fogged and lacking concentration and focus, that's all we can cope with. So I do keep it as tight as I can. Anyway, other than that, I will catch some of you at least tomorrow. Take care, have a brilliant rest of day and think, what are you worth?